0: Welcome to the Fertility Stress Podcast, where we talk about how to care for your mind and your nervous system during your fertility treatment process, so you can find relief from your stress and anxiety. I'm Michelle Kapler, fertility acupuncturist, board-certified reproductive specialist, and mindset coach, and you've got episode 42. Hello, my dear. Thank you for being here with me. If you are feeling stressed out and tired and anxious about your infertility process, you are in the right place. Today, I want to dive into some of the factors that contribute to stress in the infertility process, and I want to talk about it from the perspective that lives a little bit below the surface. I'm talking about some of the things that are just a little bit more subtle and a little bit less obvious than what we traditionally think of when we think about the stressful parts of infertility. But first, I just want to call it out there are a few pretty obvious reasons why infertility is stressful. The first one being, it can take a long time to get the result that you want, especially if you need to use medical intervention to help you build your family. Most people don't start thinking about having a baby and then assume that they will have issues. In fact, people who are socialized as women are usually taught that you can get pregnant very easily and that you will always need to have your guard up around unplanned pregnancies. It didn't even occur to most of us that we might need to expect it to take a few years to make this happen. And that is really stressful. Another reason why infertility is stressful is that when you need to use medical intervention to make your family, there are high financial costs for a lot of people. And those costs are often unexpected. See point one, there are very few people who meet their partner and think, I'm going to need IVF someday. Oh, and by the way, I also might need to spend tens of thousands of dollars to do that. And that's stressful. Another obvious reason is that it takes up a lot of time. If you were using IVF, you're going to many appointments, undergoing procedures, waiting for results, consulting with doctors, picking up meds, learning to use the meds, orchestrating the administration of the meds. And it's all very time consuming. And again, not usually anticipated. And that is stressful. Stressful. Another obvious reason why infertility is stressful is that fertility treatments are invasive and they have side effects and there's physical discomfort involved. There are tests and procedures and medications and needles, especially if you're getting acupuncture, (laughs) there are often surgical procedures and it's painful. It hurts and the side effects are real. And the burden of all of this mostly falls on the person with the ovaries and the uterus. And that is stressful. And my last obvious reason why infertility is stressful is that even if you do IVF with the best doctors and the most technologically advanced procedures and all of the testing, even if your lining is perfect and you're on the right medications and you know exactly when you need to transfer your perfect genetically normal embryo and you've eaten the diet and done the yoga and taken the supplements and gone for acupuncture diligently every week, even if you've done all of this, it still might not work. And you might not get a baby and that's really stressful. And I would imagine that none of these things are news to you. I would imagine that there is nothing on that list that I just read that you were unaware is contributing to your stress and anxiety in your fertility experience. But today I want to talk about some of the things that you might not have considered that might be contributing to your infertility, stress, and anxiety. And the big overarching theme of that is how our patriarchal conditioning offers us a certain lens through which we see ourselves when it comes to having children. Essentially, those of us who are socialized as women are taught, both explicitly and implicitly, that our inherent worth as human beings comes from our youth, our sexual attractiveness to the male gaze, meaning how hot we are to men, and from our ability to make babies and raise them. And all of this comes into question when we are experiencing infertility. So many of my patients and clients have asked me, why won't my body just do what it was meant to do? Or they will say, I think my partner's going to leave me because he thinks I can't give him children. Or our sex life is non existent because I just feel like total awful garbage all the time. And I don't like that. Or my meds have made me gain weight and I hate my body. And all of this is ultimately translated to, I should be able to do this, there's something wrong with me, and I'm not good enough. And when we are essentially questioning our worth as a woman and a human being, layered on top of all the obviously stressful stuff that I listed above, it creates a lot of anxiety and self-doubt, and that is stressful. When we weave in themes of body image and self-worth and question our inherent value as a human being... That brings up a lot of questions and thoughts, even if we aren't a hundred percent conscious of it. So I want to dive into this a little bit. I want to question these ideas that we maybe didn't even know that we had. These ideas that on the surface are mostly preposterous to our modern minds. But when we get really quiet about it, we recognize that yeah, this whole process has made me feel like a bad partner and a bad human this whole process has made me wonder what I'm even doing on this planet if I can't do this one thing that my body is quote supposed to do. This whole process has led to these thoughts that I'm broken and that there's something wrong with me. It is this underlying condition that we receive as people socialized as women that can take our brains to these places very easily. And what I want to say to all of this is that your infertility diagnosis says nothing. About your inherent worth as a woman or a human. I've learned many things over the last decade of treating women for their reproductive health concerns in my clinical practice, but there are a few things that come up again and again universally in almost every infertility case that I see. The first one being, there is still so much we don't know about how the human body works. There is still so much information that we don't have about how reproduction happens there are huge limitations to what medical science can tell us. And when we zoom out, we realize how little control we actually have over the whole thing. And it causes so much stress and so much anxiety and so much turmoil for people when they are telling themselves that they did something wrong or that they should be able to have any control over it. And by the way, society is telling them that too, from left, right, and center. And second to that, a theme that I see come up time and time again in almost every case is that bodies are imperfect. Bodies break down, they have anomalies, they function differently, they change, they surprise us and they get sick. They experience disease. And that is one of the only things that we can guarantee when it comes to our bodies and our health are that both our body and our health will not always align with our expectations. And none of this says anything anything about our worthiness or our deservingness of having a child or being a parent. It says nothing about the quality of partner we are or the quality of parent that we'll be. And teasing apart this connection that so many of us have unconsciously made or consciously made between our health outcomes and our human worthiness and even our morality is what I have found over the years to be the key to addressing the underlying causes of, of stress and anxiety during infertility. So if this conditioning, these socialized beliefs, are what are informing these stressful thoughts we have about ourselves, what can we do about it? And my answer to this question is almost always the same. How can we get curious about this? How can we ask more questions? And if a thought comes up, keep asking yourself why? And then ask yourself if it's really true. For example, if you notice yourself saying, I'm a bad partner, you're going to ask yourself why? And the answer might be something like, because there's only one thing that I'm supposed to be able to do as a woman and my body can't do it. And then you're going to ask yourself, is that true? An interesting exercise is to try making a list of all of the thoughts you have about yourself and your body when it comes to your infertility challenges. You want to look at them one by one. And maybe you'll notice that those thoughts don't actually align with what you believe about yourself and women in general. And maybe you'll notice that you don't actually believe those things at all. And if you can take it one step further, also notice that it's actually completely optional to think all of these things. And if you're onto yourself and you think that it is serving you, you're welcome to keep all of these thoughts that you're having. But I would like to suggest a few other options for you to consider instead. Like, human bodies are unpredictable and they don't always function the way we want them to. Like, my infertility has nothing to do with my value as a human. Like, It is my conditioning that is causing my brain to offer me these thoughts and ask these questions. And if you decide to try on these optional thoughts, how do they make you feel in your body? And remember always that there is no quote correct answer. We're simply observing our brains and deciding if we want to keep what's in there. If this idea resonates with you and you want more of this goodness each week, you're going to hit that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast player. And I also want to invite you to grab my newest free offering called the Infertility Stress Relief Toolkit. This little care package has a variety of things that I've made with love to help you ease your stress and anxiety during your infertility process. There's a meditation to ease anxiety in the moment, a checklist of questions to ask your doctor so you can understand your medical process better, and even a worksheet to help you work through making hard decisions by yourself or with your partner. And the best part is that anytime I do a free webinar or offering, it just gets added to the vault and you get access for free for a lifetime. So to grab your lifetime access to the Infertility Stress Relief Toolkit, you're going to head to michellekappler.com forward slash toolkit to sign up today. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my dear.